Our mics were never on. They went on. <sighs> you know what? We'll just have to do it all over again. That's fine. Let's start it back over, baby. Run it back. What's up? This is 91.3 What's Radio, Swanee, Tennessee. This is Figuring It Out with Charles Hargrove and my guest host, Rob Clements. Excited to be here, Charles. Absolutely. Let's go. This is going to be fun. Let's get it popping. We already had a dress rehearsal for our intro, um, so we're going to run back through that again. It's November the 5th. It's feeling pretty good. It's supposed to get colder later this week. Layer up. Layer up, please, Swanee. It's going to get cold up on this mountain. It's Episcopal versus Woodbury game weekend. It gets Charles Jimmy's tingling. It does. It gets my uh, it gets my barber's tingling. There you go. gets my my ties. So, so tell me about these nine ties that you were telling me okay, about. Okay, so yeah, I was saying the, the, the uh, rivalry, oldest consecutive football rivalry, high school football rivalry in the South, uh, started in 1901, 57 to 49 to nine. Nine ties. It's tradition that if it comes into a tie at the end of the game, that's it. I mean, that you don't – and so we didn't know that. And my – Yeah, what year was it when you saw the tie for my you? I saw no, – when was it? It was, it was my junior year. It was at Episcopal. And the game, you know, clock hit zero. And then no, we were like, overtime, let's go. Yeah. Like, it was a great game. Fantastic game. And then all of a sudden, it was like, what, are we going to keep playing? What's I the deal? Guess not. And it was weird because each team blamed the other. But what happens afterwards? Because there's tons of you know fanfare surrounding the entirety oh, of the oh, event. It was really I weird. Mean, there was no celebration. Like Everybody Woodbury just has the bonfire, homecoming deal. We all dress up like juggalos. That's the night before. Exactly. It's epic. But there's so much Unsafe. that happens. There's so much lead up to it, and then for it to just end in a tie, like how do you how do you deal with that internally? Basically, a tie in that game does not mean everybody's a winner. Oh, everybody felt like a loser. Not. Yeah, everybody's I was a loser. Like, <clears throat> anyway, it's the it's the game week. Woodbury's two and six. We're not looking too strong. And Episcopal's 4-4, four and four, so we're going to have a classic pillow fight in Alexandria, Virginia this weekend. What do you think is going to happen? What's your prediction? Uh, dude, I, I mean, I think, I think, I hope we win, but we're, you know, we're, we're, we're not looking too great. But, you know. Don't you have a brother that still goes there? No, not anymore. Okay. He graduated. So you're um, not making a trip back up to the forest? Some other announcements. It's National Donut Day. Go to your local Krispy Kreme, pick up a donut or two or three, or bring me some. Even better than National Donut Day, I got a text from my mom this morning. It's National Redhead Day. It is National Redhead. Shout out to all the redheads out beautiful. there. It's beautiful. It makes me happy to be on the show. It's a fiery day. It is a fiery day. Um, birthdays. We got some famous birthdays today. Um, oh, hit me with some, please. I love birthdays. Chris Jenner, happy birthday. 64th birthday. She's uh, 64? Yeah, she's looking better than ever. Dang. Odell Beckham Jr. turns 27. I'm sure he's going to get a, a basket full of head and shoulders. Something crazy. Um, I can't maybe believe he's did only you, Did you hear the story that um, Otto Beckham gave Tom Brady cleats made out of goat fur? I did see that. <laughs> I don't understand the, the point of that, but at the same time, what a flex by OBJ. <laughs> so, I, I heard that. that uh, he probably threw him away. Oh, I'm sure he did. I don't think Tom has any space in his closet for that. And then we got Sal Vicano. Okay, do you know who Sal Vicano is from? Impractical Jokers, yes. Sal? Yeah. <laughs> it's his birthday today. Shout out, Impractical Jokers. Most Sal, you're one of the funniest of the guys. Day. Most important birthday on this list. All right, stay uh, tuned in, folks. We got some, uh, got some good stuff. We're going to talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And then we're going to talk about Nazis in South America. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Crazy. I'm here for that. Escape plans. All right, this uh, next song is Little Wing by Jimi Hendrix, not by Steve Ray Vaughan or – is he? yeah, he's original. Is it a Bob Dylan song? I don't think it's a Bob Dylan song. I, I know it originally is a Jimi Hendrix song, but I was telling you, dude, the Derek and the Dominoes version, it's my favorite. We might play that on another show. I hear you.
All right, folks, that was All Along the Watchtower by Widespread Panic off their uh, their Oak Mountain 2001 run. It's kind of like their iconic run. Yeah, but here we are, Charles. Yeah, you're listening to Figuring It Out with Charles and Rob Clements today, special episode. You don't get these very often. Not right? often. I love coming in this booth, though. Do this booth. This If you ever want to stop by, if you're in Swanee and we have, we have a show going on, stop through. We'll say hello. You can give us some ideas to talk about. This is 91.3 What's Radio Swanee, Tennessee. The Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Popeye's. Popeye's. Dude, out of nowhere. Out of <clears throat> nowhere at the end of the summer. Out of this absolutely was nowhere. The, they, it was a, it was a social media phenomenon. It, it was The marketing on this was incredible. It was an, uh, Yeah, I, I think that's the only word you can use to sum it up. Like, I'm a Chick-fil-A <clears throat> stronghold most of the time. Exactly. Oh, no. I was born and raised in Georgia. Yeah, exactly. I went to church on Sundays. Yeah, there you go. But I don't know. I haven't tried the Popeye sandwich, and I, I've wanted to. I attempted to once. Really? I was driving up here right before it sold out early fall. Um, I was driving up to school. I think it was the first time I was coming up here this year. Um, somewhere in North Georgia, you know, it was a Sunday. I was driving up. Chick-fil-A was closed, which is normally my go-to, you know, road trip food. A Chick-fil-A number two with uh, Arnold Palmer and oh, absolutely. Some, yes. some Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, but. Man. There wasn't an option, and so I I pulled off on the exit, went towards the Popeyes, and uh, yeah, the line was all of like thirty cars long, and so really? I was like, this isn't happening. I don't have time for this. Well, they they <laughs> sold out of their chicken sandwich in two weeks. Yeah, it was absurd. <clears throat> two weeks. Then they started picking fights with Chick Fil A, like they started like poking at Chick Fil A. That's big. Like you're going after the big dog that early. Yeah, but like if it's gonna be as praised as it was, I feel like they'd have every right to. You know, like it, it, it blew up. It was the only thing you saw when you scrolled through your Instagram feed for oh, yeah. two weeks. It, everybody was out. At and they Popeyes. crushed it. Everyone loved it. Yeah, like, everybody it absolutely lived up loved to the hype. People said it was better than Chick Fil A. That's why. <laughs> I, that's why I wanted to try it. But you know, it wasn't in the cards. But it's back now, baby. It's had a two month hiatus. It's been hiatus. gone. It came back Sunday. Which I think is hilarious. I think it's. They awesome. came back on a Sunday, November yeah. the third. Um, there have been some mixed reviews about it. Really, there have been. Really? Um, we'll get to. There's two main stories that we'll get to later, but okay. uh, in general, the overall feeling is it's a little smaller. The chicken's a little smaller. Oh, that was one thing that they, you know, that was their big claim that it was crispier and it was bigger. That, they, that was the two things that I saw compared to Chick Fil A. It's a little smaller. But the people are saying that the flavor is still right there. Okay. Which is good. I believe it. They changed the bun up a little bit. Oh, okay. But the bun... How has it changed? It, they, it's not as fluffy, but it's now it's more durable and doesn't fall apart. So they, they kind of tweaked it a little bit. Um, the one drawback that people are saying is the pickles aren't as good. But I, pickles are hard. Fast food pickles are very hard. You I, wonder, I wonder what you know led them to take it back to the lab, per se, after all the love that it received in its original iteration, you know? I mean, probably just profit margins. I yeah, mean, I, I, I mean, I wonder how much it costs. How much is a Popeye's I chicken sandwich like, I don't versus know. a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich? Well, Chick-fil-A is pretty expensive. You look up Popeye's. I'm, you're doing Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Okay. Chick-fil-A is three fifty-five. No. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let me see. Uh, three ninety-nine. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Also, they said they the the original Popeyes was 690 calories, now 660 calories. So it has gotten smaller. Yeah, it's reduced a little bit. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to try it. I think I'm gonna try and make it happen before it inevitably <coughs> sells out again. Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. But you better watch out, Rob. Why? You that? know why? Tell me some stories. A man in Maryland was stabbed to death because a cut in line no at a Popeyes. Way. No way. Yeah. Someone got stabbed over a chicken sandwich? Chicken sandwich. Folks, this cha- this sandwich has been back on the streets for like two days, and a guy's already died. He died over it, too? He didn't yeah. just get stabbed. No, he, he, he like got... Dear Lord. He In Maryland. Let's see. That's absurd. Right outside of D.C., 28-year-old has not been identified. What chicken sandwich is worth dying over or killing somebody over? Honestly. Answer me that, please. He was rushed to the hospital where he later died. That is unreal. I can't fathom dying over. A I wonder if he, I wonder sandwich. if he had this the sandwich before he died. Like I wonder if they like like here's your dying breath. Like have this sandwich while you <laughs> this lay sandwich. on the journey going into the the ambulance to rush you to the hospital. That I enjoy would... <laughs> while you're bleeding out. 
oh my gosh, the cholesterol stopped up the bleeding. <laughs> it's the saintly Popeye's sandwich. Popeye's chickens are, are strictly <laughs> saving <laughs> lives. <laughs> They're medical. Um, Chick Fil A can never claim that their chicken sandwich saved a life. <laughs> there was a um, there's a picture. I'm pulled up real quick. Picture is it the raw one? Is that yeah, what you're to pull dude? Up? That's I saw nasty. It. I did see that when I was scrolling raw through chicken? whatever Come social media on. yesterday. And it wasn't just kind of raw. It was like the was entirety like, of the inside was raw. It and was I still know, clucking. I want to know what happened in this uh, this specific Popeyes. Didn't they like send people off to get specially trained to like cook these things? Did they? Yeah, I think they have like this was a whole operation. No, no marketing they, training. Dang, Popeyes got after it because you know Popeyes didn't like other than like being greasy and good. Like they never really put stuff out there for the for everyone to see, and all of a sudden they. Popeyes is crushing it. I've never been a big Popeyes guy. Like I'm, I mean, I think I've been one time. Maybe I've, I've got to say I've probably been once. And it wasn't. I mean, I'm, I guess I was just it too was young. fine. I, I mean, it's good fried chicken. It's fried chicken. Yeah, whatever. Big fan of fried chicken. Yeah, same. Like, All could, right, that could be a daily food group for me. <laughs> the song of the show. All right, my song of the show is going to be Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. Let's go. Um, Little Jimmy. This band. This this band is is just. You know, it's, it's got some weird stuff. You got mafia ties in oh, there. Yeah. Just, um, you got Jim Morrison is part of the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, which is weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, we just played another Twenty Seven Club member as well. Isn't Jimmy Hendrix? In yeah, the Jimmy isn't. Yeah, oh my gosh! I so you guys need to have a Twenty Seven Club episode. You have plenty of content for it. There's, there's so much. there's so many. I was looking on the list yesterday. You guys should do that at some point. And it was. Uh, there, there are a lot of people on it. Yeah, it's a lot. But, uh, but the, the, yeah, you know, I hate to bring it down, but like, s- there's like studies out there that show that like, like also a lot of artists are dying at like 28, 29 too. Yeah. But twenty seven club. But why take away the uh, the iconic status of the twenty seven yeah. club? So and a little, bunch of them died with white lighters in their pockets. That's ooh, all I'm saying. Don't ever don't be lighting stuff with a white lighter. That's Come all on. I'm saying. Use matches. Um. Yeah, Jimmy Morrison. Had uh, he had a weird death. He just kind of died out suddenly in Paris. How, how did he die? They say there was no autopsy, so no one really knows. But they think it was something to do with heart. Paris is a weird place for him to die too. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, why? Why was he there? I don't know. I'm gonna see if his. I don't see Paris as a frequent destination for the Doors. I guess they were. Well, think about Par- there, Paris. So. Like the Stones did an album in Paris. Did they? Yeah. Like recorded an album there? Yeah. Wow. Well, they couldn't. They they wanted to record it in Muscle Shoals. They started it in Muscle Shoals. Don't we all want to record in Muscle Shoals? And they got like extradited, or not extradited. They got deported out of the United States for like drugs and stuff like that. And so they went to France and they finished the rest of their recording. I had no idea. That's a sweet story, actually. I like that. that I, it's it's one of their famous. Songs. I wish I could come up with the names of the songs they recorded, but. Um, so yeah, this is uh, Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. Rob, what you got? What what kind of song do you got? Coming Come up next after yeah. after The Doors. Yeah, yeah. What's your song of the show? I'm gonna hand it over to our local boy Sturgill Simpson up here on the mountain somewhere in the plateau. No one really knows. He's kind of a, a little bit of a recluse. Yeah. I will say though, I was driving to Lake Jackson a couple days ago. I was gonna go fish by myself. Swear to God, passed by him. Really? Passed by him on Jump Off Road. He's out here. He's out here somewhere. I've I heard, wish he would do just a show. Just I've heard whisperings that he lives up here. It hasn't been confirmed. I've heard people have seen him at Shenanigans. You know. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard shenanigans people have seen him at Sterling's. I don't know though. I haven't. I, I might have seen him, but I, I so get. I get. He doesn't want to like. Yeah, when he's touring, that's when he's playing, and when he's up here, he's with his family and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. But like, dude, we could. I mean, you could. You could put a sh- something like him. Uh, uh, you know. If he played a show at Swanee, he would have insane attendance. You could do some sort of charity behind it and blow it out. Yeah, he I would mean, crush it if he had a show up here. But the song I want to play is Make Art Not Friends off of his newest album, Sound and Fury, which, if all you listeners out there didn't know, has a, an accompanying uh, anime film on Netflix that's all kinds of crazy and dystopian. And Yeah, I've seen awesome. bits and pieces it's of it. It's so weird. Cool. It's really weird. It kind of goes through different one chapters. Guy, isn't it like one famous anime guy out of Japan? Um, Yeah, it's I don't know how to pronounce his name, but his <laughs> last name is Mizuzaki, and it's uh, it's with the animation studio Kamikaze Dugo, which is, I don't know how famous they are, but it definitely looks like some recognizable it's animation. Pro- it's professionally done. Oh, like, it's very it's, professional. It's sweet. 
Isn't I love it, it. Isn't it on net? Isn't it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's called Sound and Fury, just like the album. It's great. Nah. Well, but the song is also very dystopian. It's it's a little dark, but it's awesome. It's a great song. Hey, we got the Doors. We got some dystopian vibes. Let's get it going. We're we're having a great. We're figuring great it out Tuesday. today. Why is my computer off? Uh oh. Jesus. All right. Here we go. This is uh, Roadhouse Blues by the Doors, followed by Make Art, Not Friends by Sergio Simpson.
What's going on? This is uh, What's Radio, 91.3 Swanee, Tennessee. You're listening to Figuring It Out with uh, Charles Hargrove and Rob Clements. Um, Here we go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I've always been like a big History Channel fan. Okay. And they had the show um, that I saw a while ago. Ancient Aliens? Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> Do not even get me started. That's not even that's not the show I was going to talk about. But aliens, we might need to take a tangent here, folks. We, might. but they had a show called uh, it was like Nazi Hunter or something like that. Quality, something like yeah. You know, there's this guy who's he's a historian going around. And he's looking for escaped Nazis or Nazis that escaped and went to South America. And that's where they uh, sought refuge. Okay. And um, there's a, there's actually a lot of information on this. Um, yeah, I'm about to say I've heard about this before. This is this is like a pretty like accepted thing. Like there's a large Nazi influence. You know, German. Well, is it, is it Nazi influence? Or is it German influence? It's it's a little bit of both because there was a there's a heavy Nazi like all the anti-Semitism anti everything else still flies in South America. I don't I mean I, I don't think so. Although it's like super it's all Catholic down there anyway. Okay, um, that's true. But there was there was some not there was some um, there's a lot of German immigrants down there even before World War Two. Okay, which is interesting. Which is why you know that became such a you know, location where they could go to totally. Um, so there were two main uh, rat lines. One went through Italy, kind of that route, and then, you know, another went through, like, northern Africa, because there was some, Germany had some, uh... Defectors go there. Well, they, no, they were, they, they, Rommel, Rommel's rats and stuff, Uh, they, they had, they, they conquered a lot of North Africa. Gotcha. So, um, but anyway, I'm going to talk about four, uh, of the most famous, um, Nazis that made their way to South America. First one... Adolf Ekman, um, considered the most wanted Nazi. I mean, you have to be really bad person to have that title. To be the number one most wanted Nazi. So what's his deal? Tell me about him. He was the mastermind behind the pretty much the entire network of death camps. That was his deal. That was his job. He was... He was in control of them, how they worked, how they operated, all that stuff. He oversaw the entire operation? He did. Jeez. He was the head guy of it. Okay, well, it makes sense that he was um, the one most wanted. He, he is, um, because of that, he's, I guess, burdened with killing six million people. I hope he would feel burdened. I hope he feels burdened, too. That's awful. He, um, he's not alive still, though. No, no, he's, they're all dead. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, he was the architect of the final solution, which was going to be the ending, you know, the, the final extermination of all Jews in Europe. And so that, you know, he's just, that's just... A despicable s- character? Yes, absolutely despicable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he got, he got brought to justice, which is good to hear. Tell me about it. So the Mossad came in and took him out. How so? And when that meeting took him out, they drugged him. Disguised him, got him on a plane, and sent him back to Israel. That is intense, the Mossad, dude. That is the best. You don't want to mess with the Mossad. Absolutely not. He had a four-month jail trial, and then received the only death penalty ever given in Israel. How was he killed? I mean, he was hanged. Okay. Dang. That's he was in- hanged in May thirty-first, nineteen sixty-two. Shoutouts, Bo. That's his birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the Mossad came in and snatched him out of, where what he was in like, oh, he's in Buenos Aires. Argentina. Argentina. So he's, he's dead. That's intense. I That's mean, very intense. I can only imagine sitting in a jail cell in Israel for four months. Knowing that nothing's good. Knowing on, what's on the other end of the line, you know. I feel like he kind of deserved that mental weight to deal with for that long, though, after everything oh, that happened with him. Dude. Dude, death penalty, like, I don't know. Let them sit and suffer. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's a whole different show, though. It is. Then there's maintenance involved. And you know, yeah, yeah that's, there's none of that. Our second guy is Joseph Mingle. All right. Joseph. He's got his nickname is the Angel of Death. Dude, what is up with all that's these guys? That's quite the oxymoron. Yeah, that really uh, is. He, he, so he got this because he was wounded in battle. He received an iron cross, which is similar to a... Uh, Sil- Silver Star. Oh, uh, okay. 
or Purple Heart, yeah, something like that. And um, he's declared unfit for duty, so they sent him to these concentration camps, and he started conducting experiments on humans. This already sounds sadistic. Right? Think Okay, he didn't just do it on random people. He liked certain characteristics, such as twins, oh God. pregnant women, women and nope. the disabled. No, n- none of those three those groups Those were his three main... He used them as human guinea pigs. None of those groups deserve to be experimented on. No, not that anyone deserves to get experimented on in the first place, but definitely not those three segments of society. He, I mean, come on. Dude, I don't even want to know what kind I, of experiments. I, I don't need. Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> so he kind of he kind of messed around in South America for a while, How did and he then out, you know? he died off the coast of Brazil. He drowned. Good. Nineteen seventy nine. Uh, I say he had a stroke, drowned. But he was like they tried. West Germany tried to extradite him, and Argentina was like, I don't know about that. So there, there's a lot of like, we'll get into that in a little bit. But the whole, Kay. the political power in in South America is a lot of German influence down there. I believe it. Next guy is Walter Ralph. Um, I've never heard of him. I've heard of the other guy. Okay, two. he's 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 uh, he's not as well. I mean, he's got he's got. He's got some numbers, but um, weird, weird uh, way of doing this. He liked to drive around a mobile gas chamber. No. Yeah. It was these vans, or not vans, they were big trucks that were fashioned to where the exhaust would go into the back of the truck. No. And he would pick all these people up, and they think they'd be going, being delivered to a concentration camp, and then they would just be taken to a mass grave. That's miserable. How did you come up with this subject for today? Uh, dude, I just... Is this just on the mind? I was. I don't know. I saw it somewhere. I was just like... Intrigued. I mean, just... No one knows about it that much, you know? I mean, it's all the all the, all the the information is there. Just no one really... Okay. Well, let's educate the people I'm just, then. Yeah, absolutely. He killed an estimated 100,000 people in these mobile execution ca- chambers. Jeez. What? <sighs> you just can't answer for that. I mean... You can't answer for that. So... Okay, he was never captured. <laughs> he worked as a manager of a king crab cannery. While How do you he was doing that from 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 senselessly murdering people in the back of a truck to canning crabs, canning crabs in Chile. Um, How do you make that transition? I wonder. Kept his name. I mean, he he just kind of. That's surprising. Yeah, he. If I were in his shoes, I would be. Well, so what he was. Of was his his deal was uh, is Walter Ralph. Walter Ralph. His deal was he was in Chile, and the Chile. dictator at the time of Chile was Augusto Pinchot. Pinchot. So I don't know if you know anything about like that. He was a ruthless, yeah. ruthless human being to say the least. He, I mean, he killed so many indigenous peoples in Chile. It's just absurd. Awful human being as well. So I wonder if he and Walter got along. They, did, I mean, I'm sure they. I mean, yeah. Well, get this. He died in 1984, and had a massive funeral. Walter. Yeah. Our guy. In 80, 1984, and everybody chanted "Heil Hitler." Wow. So, so like, there's some Nazi sentiment left over in uh, South America. Yeah. Interesting. Our fourth guy is Franz Steigl. Uh, his nickname. Steigl. Stegel. Stegel. His nickname is menacing. White Death. <laughs> do, we so, think, do we think they coined these nicknames for themselves, or did people come up with these dude, nicknames for them? White Death sounds like Ikwitsiwachu, which is the What's uh, Ace Ventura, like, <laughs> White the Devil. White, the white devil. <laughs> from uh, <laughs> from Ace Ventura. Is that Pet Detector, or is that the other one? That's, yeah, when, that's, that's when Nature Calls. That's, yeah, Nature Calls. That's when Nature Calls. Oh, oh we had to lighten up the mood for a second. All right, awesome let's dive movie. into Stegel. Tell me about Stegel. Uh, he, he got the nickname because he always wore a white uniform and carried around a whip. That's menacing in itself. I don't he like He was a part of a program which basically killed off all the mental and physically disabled people. <sighs> killed more than 100,000 Jews. And Jeez. he was directly res- like in charge of the second deadliest camp. Excuse me, geez. which was which was uh, Treblinka? Gee, dude, 
900,000 people. It's National Redhead Day, in case you were wondering. Just to lighten up the mood real quick, I'm sorry. And National Donut Day. <laughs> this is killing me, man. And Odell Beckham Jr.'s birthday. I mean, this is, oh, dude, this is, this is deep, dark, and depressing. Let's get to the political side of everything, because this, so, is, this is starting to get me down. <laughs> so, I mean, they, there are still to this day, um, there's a great segment. I forget who it is, but Joe Rogan interviews a guy who goes down there, and he's like, yeah, there are straight up, like, little German villages in, like, the Chilean mountains. Really? The Andes, the Andes. Little strongholds? Yeah. That's the Andes. Like, there are little villages down there. That's crazy. Only German. Do they speak German or do they yeah. speak Spanish? They speak German. Wow. Hitler memorabilia, stuff like that. Uh-uh. It's, it's kind of, That's it's freaky. whack. That is whack. That's one way to put Out it. Out there in the middle of the jungle. Um, the mountains, even. That's crazy, dude. This is, you know, the fact that... Like, it's 20, it's 2019, you yeah. know? This this was 80-plus years ago. We that established this that this was a horrific event. And it's widely accepted that it was. You Not know, just, I mean, everywhere. Small tangent, there there's, like, a, a stronghold of people who don't believe that it the... Um, that the Holocaust, Holocaust ever happened. Exists. Yeah, I've heard about that, too. Which is just whack. You know, I'm coming from my Judaism class. Fresh really? off of it, yeah. Oh, so I'm sorry to hit you with such a hard subject. Yeah, this here. is a tough subject to talk about. This is, it's like, I mean, you're getting an extra hour of, or not an hour, you're getting an extra 20 minutes of class. It's okay. On the bad side of it. Teacher ran over time anyway today. Trust me. <laughs> but that's, if you ever want to dive into something. Is there like a documentary that we can recommend? A yeah, TV sure, series? Sure. Is, is there? History st- Channel has stuff on it. Is that where you originally came up with all this yeah. topic? They have a whole about? series on it. It's called. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the Nazi Hunter or whatever you're it's saying. It's something Nazi Hunter. I don't know, dude. This just blows my mind that 80 years later, people can still either A, deny that it ever happened. Yeah. Six million plus gone from the face of the earth. Or B, still believe like it's okay. Blows my mind. It's not even okay. They're like worshiping. This (sighs) is, I mean, that's, that's inhumane. To say the oh, least. That's rough. We gotta lighten the mood up a little. Yeah, bit. let's 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 put a good little song on to lighten the mood. What do we have coming <sighs> up right now? We got what we got. Uh, good look, good. Oh, you, oh, look, you look good you to me. You look oh, good geez. to me by Fly Eagle. What is it? Fly Eagle. Fly Gold Eagle. Fly Gold Eagle. This is it's uh, a song that's relatively new to me, but I've been loving on it lately. It's, it's it's good vibes. I think it'll lighten up the mood a little bit. And then um, what do we have after that? I got a f- song called uh, "Devil Eyes" by Heavy Sabotage. Okay. Um, I had never I I. I'd heard the music of Hippie Sabotage, uh-huh. but it wasn't until last night when I was listening into the Hog Hour that they played one of their songs, and I was like, yeah. Who runs the Hog Hour? The Hog Hour is Joe Threckle and Henry Joyner. Shout oh, okay. out to the Hog Hour. Shouts out. Every Monday, 9 to like 10.30. And they had they some Hippie Sabotage great, going? Great, great show. Okay. They, they crush it every I time. I believe it. Um, also, we got other shows coming up. Tuesday's Radio Day. We got this show, Figuring It Out, uh-huh. and then we've got Shut Up Sep. Is on at like four. Okay. And then Cooper Murray's is on uh, at nine tonight. Okay. So Tuesday is radio day. Let's go. Um, but yeah, we got uh, "You Look Good to Me" by Fly Golden Eagle, and then some hippie "Devil Eyes" by Hippie Sabotage. Let's go. Figuring it out.
You are listening to 91.3 What's Radio, Swanee, Tennessee. This is Figuring It Out with Charles Hargrove and guest host Rob Clements. Hello. <laughs> we couldn't have Pre on today because, uh, well, he's studying in the library. Good for him, honestly. He's got a midterm. Yep. Make that happen, Pre. Get some get some A's. Don't get any D's. Be a better student. Um, Shout-outs, as always, to the abroad gang. Shout-out to the domestic gang. Um, Shout-out Henry Farrell. Always, always. Uh, he's always listening. He's a stronghold in the radio community. Oh, he is. If if we're ever having a show, we're having gonna we're gonna have at least one listener, which is great. Shout out, Lord Pretty Flocko Kitty. Abs- let's go. Every time. Shout out to Taco Tuesday at Clerk. Ooh, is that yeah. happening? Yeah. I know where I'm going after this. I know exactly where I'm going, and then after that, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, this is figuring it out. You can follow us on Instagram, figuring underscore it underscore out underscore what's ninety one point three. Um, we'll throw in some content out there every once in a while. DM us, talk about some uh, if you want a certain subject figured out, such as Nazis in South America or Popeye's chicken sandwiches or um, Chris Jenner's birthday. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> hit us up. We'll we'll talk about literally anything on the show as long as it doesn't involve any cuss words. Um, Keeping it PG over here. Yeah, we do have to keep it PG. It's it's ten thousand dollar fine. I I really don't want to get into it. I can't I can't afford that at the moment. Um, follow us on Instagram. Share us with your friends. DM us segment ideas, song requests. Um, we're always happy to hear from you guys. You can find the link to listen to our recorded show. This one is a recorded show, and our bio as well. Uh, share it with your friends. It's great for showers or long car rides. One more shout out. To who? Georgia Bulldogs. Let's go dogs. Go dogs. We had a Florida flag hanging in Sportsman's. Take it down. I ripped it down. Take it down. I couldn't stand it. Has no place in there. Not shout outs to Will Crane and Phil Young. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was chirping in their ear the whole time. Yeah, they deserve it. But it is good. We got uh, Georgia plays Missouri this week. Which is not an easy game. It is an they easy game. They have a sweet defense. And yeah. Georgia's not exactly... Uh, we, we play down sometimes. We play down to our opponent's level when we don't, you know. Like, look at the Kentucky game. Yep. Didn't score the entire first half. <clears throat> is it at Missouri or is it at Georgia? You know? I'm pr- I don't remember. Oh, no, it's it's at Georgia. Okay. Well, that's better than that being Columbia, Missouri. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm not overly nervous for it, but I definitely try and keep myself in who, check. Who do you like for the national championship? Dude, that's so hard to say at this point. I hate saying this out loud, but watching Justin Fields go crazy really? in Ohio State. Really? He's consistent, dude. And two is not back yet at Bama, right? Well, I guess we'll see this weekend when they play LSU. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I think I think it's still wide open. There's a lot of opportunity for a lot of different players to come in and make a statement. LSU's an elite team. Dude, I Alabama's I an elite love team. LSU. LSU Ohio is the State ghetto suite. of the SEC and I love them for it. I like that. That's a yeah, good They have so much swag. It's dude, LSU when LSU's good, it's it's very, very and fun to watch. I will say Regardless of who's on their team, Coach O is a <laughs> he's a phenomenal big game coach. He's he is he performs so well in big ticket games, and so they're elite. Alabama's elite. 
Oklahoma can't get swept on. Ohio State's sick. Mm-hmm. Georgia can always make a run. You never know, dude. There's probably more that I'm missing right now that I can't even think of. I, it, Dartmouth is undefeated. Cle- Clemson. Dude, Clemson. Trevor Lawrence having kind of a rough season. Really? I haven't watched I mean, any of the games. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, he's not. He's not the old golden he's, boy he was. He's last not year. sunshine that he usually is. Sunshine. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's our show for the day, folks. Um, for our outro song, we got "Sweet Talking Woman" by Some ELO. ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Great, great band. Uh, you, if you were to go on their Spotify, you'd probably recognize like ten of their songs. They're they're widely known and then uh as our you know as we're consistent our outro time breath reprise green sky bluegrass if you haven't heard it by now on the show you haven't been listening long enough or hard enough but this is figuring it out thanks folks thank you peace